Coming up on today's message with Pastor Johnny. John saw the light and John testified to the light. He responded. The word brought us the light and we need to be like John the Baptist was when we see the word and we see the light. We need to be able to share that light with others. We need to be able to speak truth to power. We need to be able to explain to others about Jesus Christ and the pardoning of their sins. We are all evangelists, whether we want to admit it or not. Amen. Let's get in to the word. Turn with me, if you will, uh, to the gospel according to John, the first chapter I'm going to be reading the first through the 18th verse. Again, that's the Gospel of John, the Gospel of St. John, the Gospel according to John, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. First chapter, reading the first through the 18th verses. I'm reading from the New Revised Standard Version. Uh, Hear ye the word of the Lord today. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. And the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him. And without him, not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life. And the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him. Yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood or of the will of the flesh or of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh. And lived among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. John testified to him and cried out, this was he of whom I said, he who comes after me ranks ahead of me because he was before me. From his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. The law indeed was given through Moses. Grace and truth come through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. It is God, the only son, who is close to the father's heart, who has made him known. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Pray with me, church. Oh, Lord, our God, how excellent is your name in all the earth. 
We thank you for an opportunity to gather once again in your name and talk about your word. We thank you for this new year, uh, this new beginning. Uh, we thank you for every good and perfect gift that you have decided to bless us with, Lord God. Be with us week to week, day to day, moment to moment. Lord God, forgive me for any sins that I've committed against your divine majesty. And help me to forgive others. Forgive us as a people for any sins that we've committed by word, thought, or deed, and help us to forgive others. Lord God, as I am your humble servant, here to deliver your word, I ask that everything I think and speak be in your will. Hide me behind your cross so that I may point people to Jesus Christ. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Uh, for the time that we get to spend together today, I would like to talk about the fact that words matter. Words matter. Uh, we are still in the Christmas season by the liturgical calendar, and so I've been still thinking about Christmas words, like food, decoration, gifts, even Christmas plays. And I wonder, in thinking about words and Christmas plays, what kind of script you would write for a Christmas play based on the gospel according to John. I think you'd have a hard time writing a children's Christmas play based on John's gospel. Uh, John does not talk about anybody going to Bethlehem. There are no shepherds or angels. There are no wise men following a star not even a baby lying in a manger. John goes earlier, way earlier. John 1 and 1 says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. A Christmas pageant based on the Gospel of John would be what we call in the AV production industry a low-budget production. No need for robes or crowns, no manger stuffed with straw, no gold, frankincense, and myrrh. You wouldn't even need actors. All you probably need is a single candle. Uh, the church would be bare and dark and no furniture or, or decorations. The only thing that might be visible is a small, single table. And on that table, a small, unlit candle. The worshipers would come in and sit for a very long time, uh, might even begin to feel uneasy in the silence, maybe even be a little bit scared of the dark. But they would all be there waiting on the word. Words are important. Words uh, set the stage for what is to come. A prologue is defined as the preface or introduction to a literary work. Uh, also, an introductory or preceding event, or uh, an introductory or preceding event or development, rather. The prologue lets us know what to expect later on. It sets the tempo. I like that the lectionary starts in John 1 at the start of this new calendar year. This biblical prologue in the gospel, according to John, gives us the words that set the stage for Christ. Uh, the gospel, according to John, is written around 90 to 100 uh, A.D. is called the fourth gospel, while Matthew, Mark, and Luke are called the synoptics or the synoptic gospel. 
Uh, the disciple whom Jesus loved is credited as the author, uh, the uh, disciple John, one of the sons of Zebedee. John is different from the gospel in other gospels, rather, in many ways. The gospel, according to John, covers three years of Jesus' ministry instead of just one, like the synoptic gospels. John also does not have miracles in the gospel, but rather signs. Don't get me wrong, Jesus does some amazing things in the gospel according to John. However, they are called signs instead of miracles because each action that is mentioned in the gospel uh, has a purpose. And that purpose is to point you in the right direction, just like signs. Uh, Matthew, Mark, and Luke are writing with certain audiences in mind. Uh, Matthew and Mark are written with the Gentiles in mind, those who were not born of the Jewish faith. And Matthew and Mark are written to let those who were not born of the Jewish faith know that Jesus is the Messiah, our Savior. Luke was written with Jewish people in mind to let them know that Jesus is the Messiah or our Savior. But John is not written with that focus in mind. John focuses on theology, and it's there to let everybody know when we think about God that Jesus is our Savior and Jesus is God. This passage starts in darkness, and there is darkness all around. There's darkness in the start of this passage. There is darkness in all creation, and there is darkness in our own world. We start this new year after so many people died last year from a sickness, a virus that did not have to. The world was ravaged because people showed us that they care more about politics than human lives. Darkness. We start in darkness Recovering from the exposure that young black man after young black man and young black woman after young black woman and young people of color killed by police. Darkness. My NAACP unit is dealing with one right now. The Joshua Feast. Uh, George Floyd was killed on camera in the midst of this pandemic when an officer uh, put his knee on his neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds. That was May of 2020. Joshua Feast was killed in Lamarck, Texas, running away from police officer and shot in the back. That was December 2020. I learned in dealing with this situation uh, that from May 25th, 2020, to December 9th, 2020, there were 94 people of color killed by the police in the United States. 94 people that look like me, or my son, or my daughter, or my wife. Lives taken away, families disrupted, darkness. 
this, this economy has been ravaged by this pandemic. People have lost their homes. Other people will lose their homes as soon as the eviction protections end. Darkness. While our country suffers, politicians play a game of chicken with the stimulus packages and the federal budget. Darkness. Darkness in creation and darkness in our world. But that is where John decides to start with the gospel story. In that darkness. In the beginning. Words matter. And the word matters. And that is where John begins his story, not with a manger, not with expecting parents, not with wise men coming later, but the word. In the beginning was the word, the logos, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Words matter. Uh, the grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word stands forever. Uh, even in our normal conversations, when we want to make a promise, we're doing what? We're giving someone our word. When there is a dispute between two different people about some sort of subject, uh, it is your word against their word. Even in slang, urban English vernacular, when somebody says something substantial, they, the response is, oh, word? Or, or say word. Words matter. Words matter, and the word brought us the light, the light that is to cut through the darkness in creation, the light that is to cut through the darkness that separates us from God, the light that is there to show us and shine for all of us to see. This word that brought us this light, this word that was there in the beginning with God, so Jesus was always there. And the word was God, so that we know that Jesus is God in this text. It's there as plain as day in the first sentence, or the first verse. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Jesus, fully human and fully divine. John starts there so that we can start this year together knowing uh, that we learn from this text that Christ is life. Whatever dead situation we may be holding on to, we can find life in Christ. Even though there is darkness right now, the darkness cannot overcome the light of Christ. We know that Jesus is fully human and he is fully divine based on the text. He is fully uh, divine in order to have the power to save us. To be able to raise himself from the dead after being crucified, he's fully divine, but we also know that he is fully human so that he could live a life that we couldn't live and willingly give himself up for us to take our place. The word brought us this light. And this light is what we are supposed to look through, to look to rather, the light of Jesus Christ. And not only did the word bring us the light, we're supposed to respond to the light with words. 
Uh, we respond to the light. Once we get a hold of the light, we cannot keep it to ourselves. We have to testify to it. John saw the word and John saw the light and he testified to it. He was a witness and he told it to someone else. Well, there is power in the testimony and we have to tell somebody about Jesus. The testimony is powerful. The, com the confession of others has weight. I love to watch law enforcement shows, First 48, CSI, CSI Miami when it was still coming on, NCIS, all of these different shows I like to watch and see the mystery and the suspense and how things unfold. But when I watch the realistic ones, not the dramatic written ones, but the realistic ones, it's about the word. They can have fingerprint evidence. They can have DNA evidence. They can have video evidence. What they want, though, is the confession. They want somebody to tell. Even if they have all of this scientific forensic evidence, when they want to close the case, when they want to make sure something is slam dunk and ready to go, they use the confession. They use the word. Even when they have all of that forensic evidence that is there, they still need somebody to testify in order to make sure that that forensic evidence they have is interpreted. Words matter. Words matter when we say that I am the head and not the tail. Words matter when we say that I am above and should never be beneath. That's why we shouldn't talk down to people if we say that we love them. When you say that you ain't going to never be nothing to somebody because your family members want nothing, words matter. They have to be able to talk to one another good, and we have to be able to talk to ourselves good. John saw the light. And John testified to the light. He responded. The word brought us the light, and we need to be like John the Baptist was. When we see the word and we see the light, we need to be able to share that light with others. We need to be able to speak truth to power. We need to be able to explain to others about Jesus Christ and the pardoning of their sins. We are all evangelists, whether we want to admit it or not. When we see a good movie... We have no qualms telling somebody else about how good that movie was. When we see a bad movie, we have no problem telling even more people about how bad that movie was. When we go to our favorite restaurants, when we talk about the fraternities and the sororities we've joined, when we talk about the neighborhoods we lived in, when we talk about the cars that we have, when we talk about the homes, we, we have no problem sharing the good news about everything else. But when it comes to Jesus, we get as quiet as a church mouse and some cotton. John saw the word and John testified to the word. John saw the light and John testified to the light. We have to be willing to open our mouths and say something about Jesus Christ. And so the word was there, and the word brought us the light. And our response to the word bringing the light is that we're supposed to take our words out there. But not only did that happen, the word became flesh and lived among us, lived with us. 
knew what it was like to be hungry, knew what it was like to be tired, knew what it was like to be living uh, on this earth and walking among us so that he could under, have a, a better grasp and that we could have a better grasp of what was being willingly given up so that we could have access to eternal life. And not only to eternal life, but that we could have access to life and have it more abundantly. Um, as I do this preaching thing and, and spend more time in theology and spend more time studying the word, I realize that this is not just about the sweet by and by. There are things in these, these scriptures and there are things that are going on that show we are supposed to be having heaven here on earth. Uh, when he says that uh, what you bind in earth will be bound in heaven and what you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven, people focus on the heaven, but we're supposed to be spreading this light. We're supposed to be spreading this word out to the population now, Amen. not just waiting until the sweet by and by. And so the word became flesh and lived among us. Jesus, fully human and fully divine, fully divine, again, not say for the power to save us, fully human so that he could be the perfect sacrifice for us willingly. And the best news is that it's not because of anything we've done. It's not because of anything we've earned. It's not because of anything we've served on, not any boards or positions or any volunteer hours that we've acclaimed, not because our mama and daddy poured the parking lot concrete, not because our great-grandmama sold together the communion covers, not because my aunt and uncle provided the silverware for the, 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 the church cookouts and lunch-ins. It's not about that. It's God's grace. Grace that covered us before we were ever born. Uh, I can prove it because God told Joshua, before you were in my, uh, your mother's womb, I knew you when you were formed. We can't earn it. But God lovingly and willingly gives it to us. And this grace of God to let us know that Jesus is a light in a world full of darkness and we can look to that light and know that we are loved by God. We may be starting the year off in a whole lot of darkness, but words matter. And we should use our words to point to the light, the light of Christ, the light that shines through whatever darkness we are facing, whether it be sickness or poverty or disease or unease in relationships, we can bring it back to the word, the word that was there in the beginning, the word that was with God, the word that was God, the word that brings us light, the light that a darkness cannot overcome. That light is Jesus Christ, the one who can close the gap between creation and creator, the one that is powerful enough to speak and make worlds, but also knows the number of hairs you have on your head. We need to look to that light. We need to look to that light because he lived a life we couldn't live. We need to look to that life because he willingly gave himself up for us. And we can look to that light because three days later, after he willingly gave himself up for us, he rose with all power in his hands. And we need to look 
to that light because that is not where the story ends. I'm so glad that we can look to that light because that light is coming back again. As I said before, I believe you'd have a hard time writing a children's Christmas play based on John's gospel because John does not talk about anybody going to Bethlehem. There are no shepherds and no angels. There are no wise men following a star. There's not even a little baby lying in a manger. John goes earlier, I say, way earlier to the beginning and not the birth, but the beginning of time. John 1 and 1 says that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. A Christmas pageant based on the gospel of John would be a low budget production, no crowns, no robes or manger stuffed with straw, no gold, no frankincense and myrrh, not even any actors. All you would need is that single candle sitting in a bare and a dark church with no furniture and decorations and sitting on that table real small would be an unlit candle and the worshipers could come in and wait and sit for a very long time and begin to feel unle- feel uneased at the silence and maybe even be a little scared of the dark. They would be waiting on the word. But finally, somebody could come down the aisle and light that single candle and the darkness would be pierced, shoved back by the one thing that overcomes the darkness the light. Ultimately, to push all the darkness back is the light. And that word would bring the light, and that light would shine. Walk in the light. Beautiful light. Come where the dew drops of mercy shine bright. Shine all around us by day and by night. Jesus, the light of the world. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the doors of the church are open, and we invite you to come. Thank you so much for watching this video. Please be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share. Don't forget to connect with me on social media, Pastor Johnny Simpson Jr. on Facebook, at Pastor J. Simpson Jr. on Instagram and Twitter. Thanks again for watching, and God bless.